This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Hey guys, it's Murph with a quick announcement. We have a live show on June 14th in Chicago. Tickets just went on sale and we've already sold half. So if you're interested, head on over to nadpod.com right now. Click on our live tab and pick up your tickets. They're going to sell out fast. Also, a reminder that after this week's episode, we'll be doing Trini Veils for the next two weeks, as well as a Q&A episode. We'll be soliciting questions for that on our Patreon and our Twitter at NADPOD. Thanks, everybody. On with the show. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Simon. Dirty daughter of a dirty dad. <laughs> That's right. Me and my thoughts dirty. <laughs> and Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the fifth. A rad laddie with a demon daddy? Ooh. Yeah, whose dad's dirtier? Whoa, <laughs> we gotta have a dirt that's off. That's true. We got two dirty daddies, and I, I don't mean, know what to do. I'm more concerned with uh, that which stains the... Uh, Slacks rather than the soul, you know? Mm. Well put, well put. (laughs) Uh, Guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you flew your goblin flying machine to the Winter Court to find the tower where the Unseelie had locked King Lestiborn away. When you finally found it, you saw that a battle was already underway. Chosen angels and Unseelie soldiers were working together to defend the tower against devils and the undead. You used the distraction to fly directly up to the tower, but got caught up in a few scuffles along the way. One saw Bev Sr. Misty step out of the chopper and start fighting the chosen captain Barrett Brisden mid-air. When you finally made it to the tower, you flew up to King Lesterborn's chamber and saw all kinds of carvings on the walls about Theala and the light, showing the extent of his madness. Queen Ezra was there comforting him, and you went to battle against her. During the fight, Ezra used her powers as a mind reader and seer to pluck memories from you and reveal horrible truths. Hard one learned that by killing Galad, he had unwittingly sent him to Shadowfell to rule in Theala's stead. To make matters 
matters worse, the widow ended up in the same place and is currently his prisoner. Bev learns that the attack on the tower by the forces of the Nine Hells was no coincidence, that his father had made a deal with Akarat to ensure that Thiala did not control the Feywild. Mm. Perhaps worst of all, Moonshine found out <laughs> that she is half High Elf. Disgusting. <laughs> How will I face myself in the mirror? We all feel awful for you. <laughs> Don't look at me hard when I'm hideous. <laughs> After a battle that saw everyone become super depressed and nearly cursed with heartbreak, you finally dealt the killing blow that ended Queen Ezra. But when King Lesterborn saw what you'd done, the Mad King took off towards the window. And that's where we are now. Later. Let's get him. Okay, so King Lesterborn has bolted for the other side of the room. He has taken a full uh, 60 foot dash. Uh, he gets like up to a window on the other side of the room. What do you guys do? Can we do a raw roll to see if he trips on me? Um, no, he, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wasn't even in the battle. He was like up on the bed still. Fair enough. He was okay. watching the whole time. I cast Long Strider on Hardwon. Give him a mm. slap on the butt, and I say, like, go get him. Yeah! Okay, um, hard Careful, one. Careful, his butt juice. Hard one, go ahead and roll initiative against King Lesterborn. See if he gets out the window before you can get to him. 14. Um, he got a 12, so you are first. Ooh, oh, um, <laughs> long Strider, how fast can you run with Long Strider? Uh, so my speed's 30, so 40. So, hard one, you're able to run 80 feet. You get to the window right before him. Cool. I just sort of stick my palm out and uh, palm his forehead so he can't get by. <laughs> uh, you see, uh, he puts on the brakes and kind of stops uh, as you hop in front of him, hop in front of the window, and he goes, "Devil friend, what are you doing here? Why do you do this?" I'm not the devil's friend. I hate the devil and I hate the all. They've attacked our tower. They're enemies of the light. Oh, yeah, we're definitely enemy of, uh, we're an enemy of the light. Uh, uh, I don't think you uh, care about sinners, the light either. Sinners, sinners, no, I do care Take about the light. Take your damn crown off. I can't, I can't, I can't. Is it's he wearing, he's wearing a crown, head. right? Yes. Then, yeah, let's go over and take his crown off. Go ahead and do a grapple check against him. Uh, he's going to try to scramble away. 15. 15. Um, he got a 17. He squirms out um, and pushes you away from him. Uh, you saw as you were going to reach over to grab his crown that much like all these other fey people, it is in his head. Okay, yeah. there was a flaw to my original premise. <laughs> I admit that now. Okay, so maybe, I mean, we. I feel like we just need to get him away from this. You gotta exercise from, him, right? Yeah. This spot, right? Like, Should we... Put him in the bag and sneak him up to the maybe, airship. I, yeah, maybe so. Hope that it's still idling up there, blasting our music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Y'all, I have sinned. You see, he rushes for another window. Uh -oh. I run. I still have long, long strider. I yeah. run to the. I rush to the window to attack. Uh, go ahead, and make another initiative check against him. I rolled a nat five. Uh, okay, I got a sixteen. Uh, hard one, you get there first again. You get in front of him. <laughs> Stop, I just want to end it. I just don't want to hear it anymore. We're gonna help you, okay? Thial is not your friend. We're your friends. You're only the goddess can help me. Only she Throw can him in the bag. It. I want to try and shove him in the bag. Got it. Um, Go ahead and roll a grapple check against him. Nine. Wait, ten. 
10. <laughs> he squirms away again. I Y'all, chase him I to the next sorry. window. He starts I rushing did. through a window. Um, Balnor's going to go and try to fucking tackle him. Balnor form tackles him. Um, <laughs> fucking 24 athletics check. Oh just like God. wraps the legs. Uh, King Lesterborn hits his head on the ground. The hard. Stop it. Just let me go. It would have felt really good to do that myself. I feel a little shame. I feel a no, shadow you... of shame from what huh. uh, Queen Ezra put you inside were, me. You were being cool. Oh, you were being cool. Thanks, everyone. Balnor and Lesterboard are just scrapping. Balnor's just like <laughs> Oh, Balnor's definitely, he's got that dad strength about holding yeah. a small, while, squiggling child. While Balnor's, they're grappling, can I go over and cast, unfortunately, I only have a first level. Can I cast a first level on Cure Wounds on Beverly? Oh, sure. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank Come you. Over. So you guys see. 13. Um, after you. a bit. Balnor is wrestling with King Lesterborn. He has him like grappled, but Lesterborn's trying to get away. Stop it! You are you you cannot help me. No one can save me except for the goddess. Can I try and like you know touch my hands to the temples of his crown and try and excise this false light? Um, Ooh, go ahead yeah. and make a religion check. Okay. Come Does he on. get advantage because he said excise this excise this false light? No. Okay. He's up against a pretty tough uh uh 17 17. Um Bev, I'll say you're able to calm him down a okay. little bit. Um you put your hands over his ears. Uh you see white light comes out of your hand. Pelor um, whispers, "Hey, chill out, bud." I, I, you're not being cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you're this is the goddess working in some kind of mysterious way. You're kind of freaking me. everyone out, bud. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, just go sit down on the couch, my man. Have we tried that? Have we tried rapport spores in him? Ooh. And saying, hello, this is Fiala. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're Fiala. <laughs> if somebody would like to make a deception check. I love rules. Yeah. Go ahead, Moonshine. <laughs> I got an eight. Oh, eight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, get... Hi, it's me, Fiala. Welcome oh, to my wicked Devils. circus. Devils, I'm you see, he freak. starts freaking out again. Um, uh, and he runs for the window. The <laughs> All right. Uh, hard one doing an initiative I'm check sorry. against him. I was just trying to Nat help. Nat six for me. So I uh, 22. Uh, hard one, you, you get in front of him. Uh, okay, I get just, him. I want to get in front of him, like, uh, like you know, like a matador with with the bag, and just have him run. <laughs> can into we the bag. can we dogpile him and then just like yeah, you guys can absolutely okay. like ta- like Balnor just pile. physically trying to yeah, let's hog time, let's rope Sweet. him up. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, and make uh, grapple checks. Okay. Okay. That's a natural 20. Um, Bev, you <gasps> fucking kicked this dude's ass. You're I just... just rolled a 19 and an 18. I know Ooh. that's not a natural 20, but I just felt good about it I, will and say, I wanted to share. I will say Bev form tackles um, after watching Balnor do it. Uh, tackles Lesterborn perfectly. He falls down. Lesterborn starts to get back up, and Moonshine just like picks him up and power bombs <laughs> him back down. And then Bev gets on top of him and just holds him down. I'm junior yeah. rodeo champing him. Yeah. You, uh, you hog tie him. Um, and after a bit, you guys see Bev Sr. rushes up the stairs. Um, he's got, like, blood Speak on him. Speak of the devil. Like, he's been Ooh, uh, through a battle. Um, you see he's got two <laughs> Death Knight-looking guys behind him. Um, these guys in um, black armor uh, and, like, pale skin. They look a little bit like the uh, Akarat Knight guys, but they don't have the sunken in eyes. They're just, like dead dudes hmm. um and bev senior rushes in um and he goes oh you d- you d- you did it gang 
Yeah, we did it. It came at a came at a high cost, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, these devils followed me in. Yeah, uh, should we kill should we kill these foes who followed you here? We'll let you know what we'll let you kill those devil foes, cause it's sort of your fight. We'll just sit back and watch and give you support if you need it, but I bet you wanna take it on your own. Pass them that creek water. Let's yeah, watch this one. Yeah, let's do it. Take off. Dang, you know what? Balnor tabletop, let's get some bleachers going. <laughs> Easy guys. Dad We know. We know what you did. You see Bev Sr. looks down at the crown, looks at you guys. He knows what Queen Ezra's capable of. And he holds his hand up, and you see that he's essentially commanding these Death Knight guys, um, and he motions for them to stand back. And you see these Death Knight guys um, walk back around the corner and leave the room and he sighs and he goes Theala stole our home Bev she stole so much she's winning I couldn't I couldn't have helped you without without Akarat without without his power you know there's other ways there has to be I didn't see one at the time Maybe that's the difference between us. Maybe that'll always be the difference. See, he nods and he goes, I hope so, son. I hope so. What happens now? He sighs and he goes, I made Akarot promise that if I were to join them, They'd help you get the Unsealed Crown and stop Theala from taking over the Feywild. They're not going to hurt you here. What do you owe them now? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Number four. I owe them me. That's not a price we can pay. Does that mean that's that... That's too steep. I mean, does that mean... That you owe them you after a nice, healthy retirement with your beautiful wife? Yeah. Like once after you die. How do I go home? Natural death in an armchair with the... That sounds pretty nice. You better think about what you owe Martha Togold. It does sound nice. How do I go home? And what do I tell mom? You tell her the truth, Bev. You tell your mom that I died in the Feywild. (laughs) You know I'm bad at lying. It's not a lie, Bev. My soul is lost. You're asking me to goof, Mom. You know I hate goofs, Bev. I want to hug him, but I'm scared to touch him. Don't. Uh, you see, as you start to step forward, he holds his hand up. You gotta get used to this, Bev. The next time you see me, I'll be different. 
What's Mr. Togold, I said I was going to bring you back to Martha Togold, and I do not. This, this does not sit right with me. I pray that you figure out a way to win all this. I'm betting everything on it. Did you sign your name in a book like Maribel? See, he nods. There's never just two sides, Dad. We're lost in a sea of gray, and we're going to pull you out. We've pulled out others. You can't just count on up or down. You've got to always write yourself towards what you know in your heart, and we'll find you there. I promise you that. Go. Go! Bev Senior nods. He turns to the Death Knight dudes that are standing near him, and he goes, Come on, you knuckleheads. The deal was that we couldn't hurt these guys here. Uh, and you see he just looks down. He can't even say goodbye to you guys. Uh, and he... Whoosh, you see, like, Akarat, when he escaped the frigid north, when you guys were atop that mountain, you guys see, like, flames and black smoke, and... Whoosh, he disappears, and you see the Death Knight guys, you see their armor just whoosh, falls down, splats as those guys disappear. I turn to Hard One and Moonshine and Balnor, and I say, looks like Akarat moved up a little higher on our list, huh? Yeah. Bev, I don't want you to be mad at your dad for what he did, because... I don't know. He's a father. And when you're a father and you got someone dependent on you, you make choices differently. And I just, I want you to know that we now have it in our power to prove that he was right. To make his decision seem like the right decision. He's given us a gift that no one should ever have to give. I know. And of course I'm mad at him, but at the same time, I'm mad at myself because he had the strength to do something that I couldn't. No, Bev. Okay. You should not be doing that. What he did was the sacrifice of a father, not the sacrifice of a son. Maybe you're right, but... That's right. He made promises. But we I have just... promises to keep, too. Yeah. Yeah, but these... You know, it's, 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 it's not their time. It's not your dad's time. It's not Theala's time. It's not Alanis's time. He... Your dad is trying to clear the way so that you can do some good so if anything what he did i don't want to glamorize it because it's not a great thing but what he did expresses the utmost confidence in you and that should feel pretty good in your back pocket i um there's like a candle in the middle of the room right yes there is a um there's a blue torch okay um I kind of walk towards it. Okay. You know, I always thought it was weird that the, the fire elemental chose me. It seemed like a unnatural fit for someone who's pledged themselves to nature. But from ash, new things can grow. Yeah. From this day forth, I'm no longer a green knight. I'm a gray knight. I walk in the mist trying to write what can't be white and what can't be black. I walk in between to try and find the truth that must be found. Will you walk with me? 
I'm there, baby. I grab some of the ash from the lantern and I put it under my eyes. I do Dope. the same. I join you. All right. I'm Elmore walking with you. Joins you guys. I put something under my eyes mm. too. To not having to choose sides. Maybe it's not black and white. We always say, oh, it's black and white and gray. But that removes so many colors from the palette. Damn, that's true. Maybe the other option is world is fucking colorful and we get to decide what what colors we paint it with. Okay, I like that better. I rub off the gray. <laughs> no, but the gray looked good, though. Okay. You look goth. All right, awesome. okay. Maybe I'll work this for a bit. I like yeah, gray yeah. Night. I think it's cool. Go for yeah. gray night. I, I think was just you deserve a, a goth going phase. Forward, but I want you to have a goth phase. In fact, Papa's already painting your toenails <laughs> black. All right, yeah, let's lean in. <laughs> uh, Papa does uh, give you a pedicure and a manicure black. Right. I needed that. I need a night in. Rare. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lesterborn is suffocating in the bag. Oh, let's, oh, get, him let's out of give him some air. Give oh, him some right. air real quick. Struggle. Sweet. Him back Just in. a touch. Um, you guys climb back out the window, um, back onto the tower. You see that your flying machine is still there. The battle has ceased. You see um, with Bev Sr. having completed what he said that he was going to do, um, which was to stop the Chosen from getting the crown and taking over the Feywild, that the undead and the devils have stopped their attack. Oh, good. Um, we they, won. They have disappeared. <laughs> uh, you see tons of, like, dead drow and dead Fomorians and dead Cyclopses and such. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, victory swells a pin upon my breast. <laughs> we did it, gang. We are a blaze of gray. <laughs> Together, we will ensure that everything is fine. The gray gang saves the day. We'll make sure that things remain whatever. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, um, you guys, so there's this crown of thorns. How do you guys oh, yeah. handle this? Oh, I think we had um, Balnor put it in the bag. Yeah. Got it. Okay, right. so you guys have Balnor wrap it up, and um, you know what? Balnor Can we wraps it up, like, keeps it away wraps from it, so that it's not like loose in the bag with King Lesterborn. I say he's going to keep it away from King Lesterborn. Okay. He just full on has uh, it covered in like a cloth in one hand, and has King Lesterborn uh, over his shoulder mm -hmm. in the bag of holding. Smart. You guys get up to the flying machine. Okay. It's still there. It is damaged, but it not it is not damaged beyond um, being able to use it. Wow, it's a metaphor for all of us right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. Damn, makes you think. <laughs> Broken but not defeated. Uh, yeah, I all say right. let's get on this bitch. Load we it got. Up. I feel good about keeping our promise to Jovier, so I say we shuttle this here yeah. crown back to. Might be our best Jovier. bet. I think I got just the song. Uh, you guys all around me are familiar faces. <laughs> 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 the moves are so emo. Can we say that? Can we say that each of us has like a different port window that we look out separately? Nobody's flying the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Balnor solemnly flying the plane. Dun, 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 Bad night at the club gang. Um, yes, uh, you guys take off in this flying machine and head towards the autumn court. After a little bit, uh, you guys let King Lesterborn out of the bag and um, Balnor just hog ties him and you guys just have uh, the king tied up there. Who put this crown on you at first? 
Was it always your crown? Did someone curse your crown, or is this a cursed crown in itself? I'm going to roll to see if his um, madness fogs his memory. So he's going to roll with disadvantage on, like, uh, a history check. And you see he looks incredibly confused, and he goes, I, I've, I've had the crown for a long time, but I didn't hear the voices until recently. I see. Hmm. Going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, crank it. This feels Going good. Yeah, this feels right. Sometimes a sad song really feeds the Get sad, but in a way that feels pleasurable. Anyways, back think, to the crown. <laughs> I think it's clear that Theala has poisoned this crown, because yeah. this, this doesn't seem like the workings of the Fae. This seems has, like external. Has your goddess Theala been to the Fae Wild? Good question. He looks up at you. And his eyes go wide, and he goes, She is everywhere. She can see everything. She can speak to us in our minds. We have sinned in the summer court. We have sinned. I was supposed to be with Queen Ezra. This is, you're ruining everything. I think there's another queen that uh, needs you more than Ezra does. Yeah. Uh, and I, um, oh, I, uh, minor illusion, a picture of Queen Cirilla. Okay. Hold it up to him. Uh, go ahead and make a, I guess, either make a deception or a persuasion check. I'll say your minor illusion is powerful enough to do that. You know what she looks like. Rolled a one. Okay. But I'm going to re-roll it. Uh, and that's a persuasion. Mm-hmm. 22. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you hold the picture in front of him. You see he looks at it. And he goes... That was so long ago, but I I remember her. Not too long. Yeah, the past is never as far away as you think it is. <laughs> uh, you see he I holds his to hands to his head. Almost always. <laughs> um, and you see he, he goes from being kind of hyperventilating manic to falling into like a depressed slumber. So I like to pretend that like his... He's mostly in the bag except for his head. So he's so like wanna in a like, sleeping bag. I yeah. want to like tuck him into the bag. Oh, yeah. that's very sweet. I'm going to brush his hair so he wakes up and feels that's a little very bit more nice. Like that's very nice of you. So you guys travel for oh, hours. <laughs> you know that this um, goblin flying machine is uh, quite quick and mm-hmm. uh, you guys will be able to get to the autumn court in about another day. Is there anything you guys want to do over the next day? Well, rest, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. Let's circle up and just sort of... Yeah, like see where we're at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's It's true. We kind of brushed over uh, everyone's traumatic experiences. I would like for everyone to have the time to share. Uh, enter the, you know, a, a voluntary zone of truth. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go through the pomp and circumstance of casting it, though? I do. I do the little dance. Okay. And um, then I just intentionally fail a, a save. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend like I don't want to tell it. I, I don't want to confess. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess, you know, we know where I'm at, but Moonshine, you know, you had a pretty traumatic experience as well. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, my dad is a high elf and... My folk are currently seeking entry to his 
quote-unquote prestigious kingdom and he's not helping to let them in so that's kind of fucked up and that makes me feel a little vengeful but there's a couple more there's a couple meatier things on my plate right now true, he's, true, a, true. he's a mere sad dish but i do yeah, think there's some information we've got to collect there but you know what you're Mima, she's she's a freak you know yeah so like i'm honestly excited to hear what she saw in this freak you know she's got to have a good reason yeah, yeah he could be like the one high off the parties he could have like a tractor in his yard he, he could, could like he maybe... could be dead i mean maybe that's why he doesn't let her in <laughs> You know what I mean? That'd way be rad. To, way to bring down the okay. mood. What? Yeah. Well, I'm just then we me and just, me and you'd have something in common. Dead Dad Club. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Pretty true. Fun. Not that we need anything in common. No, no, it's not. Because you got Jen and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's important I that it. I hang out to my dead girl, yeah, my, my ex girlfriend. I don't know. How. I guys, is there anything no, else I we need it. to talk about? Anything that happened during the battle? Valnor, what did you see? I saw uh, these two guys making out a little bit. <laughs> Make out. <laughs> no, I meant like I don't think when when you saw the eye. When you went into your uh, frozen prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't worse than what you saw when you had your eyes open. <laughs> he gives a thousand-yard stare. Uh, she really went in on me on the uh, stuff in the... Uh, with the suck you buy, apparently Moonshine doesn't really like me, which is just insane. Uh, we had a relationship. We broke up. We got past it. That's fine. Step into the zone, my friend. Yeah. Wow. You, you, <laughs> that is what you like, truthfully believe. Feels it's like you not, work out so much and then you're back gang. in the same place it's as not. you are. She talked about the hidden village, but I already knew all that. I already knew all the bad stuff, but she really went in on me about Moonshine not really liking me. And you know what? Deep down, I knew it. I knew that Moonshine didn't actually like me, but I just, I guess at the time before I remembered where I came from, I just... I, I wanted somebody to care about me. You know what I mean? I mean, I carry the bags, and that's important, but, like... Balnor! Yeah. I do like you. I do care about you. I don't want to make out with you, but... That's cool. Caring about someone's about a lot more than that. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, you get, like, you got me. You got what you want from me, you know? Mujai, you're... My best friend. Uh, he hugs you. You're my best friend too, Balnor. <laughs> We're best friends. I'm cringing. And I'm this kind is of real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Beverly and Hard One. <laughs> Give me, I'm giving you a very crooked thumbs up. <laughs> I kind of like wedge myself no. between you two and be like, ah, hug sandwich. Yay, oh, I'm the tuna. Yeah. Yeah. All Look best friends. Hey, guys. All best friends. And now all we need is a mayo nut and a drag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. So, hard one, what's your, uh, what's your thing? Yeah. Where you at? Oh, so interestingly enough, um, well, obviously, you guys know one thing about me. Everything I love dies. Um, right, so right on, stay right away. On. Hiss, hiss. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, the so, sad laugh we're doing. Yeah, my my mother, when I damned her by killing Galad, um, I didn't just damn her. I also blessed Glad in a way. <laughs> um, so now he rules over wherever she is trapped. She is his prisoner. Shadow. He fell? seems. Yeah, he's he's, he's sitting there. on a is big he, old chair driving? down there. Right. Yeah, he he's thriving. His and, crops uh, are watered. Hard one. I'm gonna ask you a delicate question. It mm-hmm. might sound insensible, but my things have turned out differently if you just let him suck your dick. 
I honestly did that cross your mind? Yeah, real I. Quick? I wish I let him blow me. <laughs> I, I, what, I, what I, I wish I, I wish I let him blow me. <laughs> if I could, if I could do things over again, you would. I would have gotten much. head from Galad, and my mother would be alive and well. It would have been or an at least living sight, in court. At least it's you, important you to do save that one. You see, ba- Balnor was not there at all during like your Galad on adventure. He's just nodding. Yeah, yeah. Get head from Galad. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. You got uh, literal head from him right. instead of getting this head. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. 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 See this tiny little mummified head that I carry around. <laughs> right on. It shrunk yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he tried to blow me to survive. I was not having it. I was a little bloodthirsty. I killed him thinking that would be the end of that. Turns out I damned my mother. She's his prisoner. All right. Yada, yada. So I guess... We're all going to Shadowfell, right? Yeah, I want. I'm letting you know if we're going head hunting, like. Hey, two I, heads, better than one. It's not really a, a extra three joke on heads, that. Better than two. <laughs> Four heads, better than three. That's right. We're the bulldogs. Oh, oh, the real hounds. Oh, 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 the real hounds. Oh, 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 hog, oh, hog, oh, hog. That's right. We should Beverly's try to. Never s- seen a dog. We should try to start a gang name. See if it catches on that we're the hounds now. Oh, so we should just be we the could hounds. We take that from no. them. We just got it. Oh. We killed them. Boob hounds. Boob hounds. That's us. We love boobs. Know, you know, when you put the words together, it yeah, doesn't it's sound no good. good. It's no good. Let's workshop that. Let's workshop that. Yeah, we got some time. Uh, you see, Balnor thinks about it, and he goes, you know. How do you get to Shadowfell? I don't know how to get to Shadowfell, but if it's anything like the Fae Wild, maybe time goes a little differently. We might actually have time to go deal with that. Now might be, be a better time than ever. It's Way true. less than a day has passed in the well, mortal realm. Feels like a lot of times clicked ticked off my clock. Oh, it's yeah. been it's been a rough week. Yeah, Dang. yeah. I think this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's just hard to think about. No, thank you. So you're saying we might have time now? Now's our best opportunity to go to Shadowfell. I mean, I think we can talk to Princess Jovier, see if she has any, um, you know, I'm a more insight with, on it. But I'm gonna level with y'all. Now, at least emotionally, is the best time for me to go to Shadowfell because I am on that level. Yeah, I feel like I'm there too. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, maybe I might just fucking stay there. We'll see once we get down there. <laughs> Honestly, what could be worse than this? <laughs> you guys know with all those like skeletons walking around, you know what might hurt them? Bunch of nasty hounds. Let me let me see that speaking stone. Who let the dogs out? Yes, dude. Y'all, I don't know if I'm being presumptuous, but I could go for a one big bed tonight. I think there's no other way we're getting through the night. Okay, okay. Just want to put it out there. I know we've been sleeping separately, but do we set down or are we flying through the night? You guys are flying through the night. You guys can like take shifts. Okay, but you guys can definitely. 
cuddle up uh, in the yeah. seats, in the passenger so seats. So even if you're up keeping watch, you just do it from the bed. <laughs> See, Balnor takes first watch. Um, Balnor is just um, moving the levers, just kind of like watching, making sure that you guys are heading east, just as his like, hand back on you guys as you're sleeping. <laughs> Somebody else goes and takes his place, does the same thing. Just, like touching a toe? Yeah, just like touching, <laughs> holding hands with like one person. Keeping the energy of the one big bed going. Yeah. It's important. It's tradition. Yeah. Papa tries to be like the co-pilot for a while. He's super sleepy. He Aww. he wipes uh, the sleepiness Papa, from his eyes. Wait, oh, I need yeah. to have a little. I need to have a little one-on-one time with Papa. Rare. Papa, what did you see? Rare. He points to you. Rare. You saw me. Rare. Well, what's bad about me? Uh, he shakes his head. Rare, rare, She didn't show you anything that hurt your heart. Rare. He holds his heart and then he touches your heart. Aww. Come here, you uh, dirty little scoundrel. Get in. Get uh, in deep. He scrambles up to you uh, and he starts furiously licking your face. Oh, my little baby. Rare. <laughs> Sweet scramble bed. <laughs> warm our bed and our hearts. So you guys take turns resting. Uh, you guys rotate the pilot spot. Um, and you guys eventually get back to the autumn court. You guys see the sun has risen. It's back at sunset. You guys begin to see the autumnal forest, uh, sprouts out underneath you. Uh, you're no longer in the dead, uh, barren wasteland that is the winter court. Um, and you guys approach the autumn court proper, uh, and you see the settlement, and we can just fly in. We don't have to solve some puzzles anymore. No, you okay. guys are free to fly in. Yeah, I think let's just land it. Honestly, I don't think we have anything to hide. Yep, yep. Radical truth. I mean, yeah, we got. I think. I think there's another operation. Honest lad. Mm-hmm. Should we do that thing where, like, you know, like when like returning soldiers like walk through the village and everyone and like they look really sad and bedraggled and they're like bringing their quote unquote dead, but we're just bringing Lesterborn. So oh. it's just like a sad yeah. procession. Well, we've also got the crown. But it's also slow-mo. So maybe we could be like holding that on a little pillow or something. You're right. Maybe we need a little victory. Yeah. Papa, so what's up a pillow? And also a loincloth. But you can oh, take your time with Actually, that. Papa's got some sketches. I told him about that, and he sketched up some loincloths. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. My God. <laughs> Which one you feeling? I love them all. <laughs> this is great. This, wow. one's, this one's the shortest. This is this is gonna drop your AC by about four. It looks like, but Papa's worth gonna it. need to take a couple measurements, mainly of the length of your balls. <laughs> great. I will use all three luck points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Uh, really long balls. A one, a one, and a three. <laughs> Fuck. You have a three-inch long ball sack. It's not bad. It's fine, honestly. It's uh, Could be weirder. I guess big balls. I don't know. I don't know how long a normal sack would be. I don't know why anyone would care. Pause the soda. I'll look it up. Dude, I'll see what's normal, sack. and I need to be bigger. I need to be bigger than normal. Um, so you guys um, do Operation Honest Lad, and yeah. you guys yeah. just land your flying machine in the Autumn Court. And you guys see, as you're approaching, people begin to gather. You see Autumn Aladrin and Goblins um, are all looking up at you guys as you guys start descending from the sky, and they're fucking cheering. 
Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm still I'm still fucked by Queen Ezra, so I'm like, sir, I'm looking if there's another ship behind us. I pull out my flute and I play a sad song. <laughs> I hand Moonshine uh, King Lesterborn to carry like a newborn through the city. Okay, I put him in a little baby Please Bjorn. Please be delicate with me. Lester Bjorn. <laughs> Lester Bjorn. I make Moonshine a makes Bjorn. a King Lester Bjorn. <laughs> Um, so you guys land the flying machine. You guys are greeted by a bunch of guards and goblins who are super psyched. People come up and like pat you guys on the shoulders. Um, you see a bunch of guards like push people out of the way to get to you and start ushering you towards the um, main keep, the main hall. You've done it. You've, you've gotten the crown. You've saved King Lesterborn. Yeah, you well. Price. Save someone, you know. Can't save everyone, but... You know what? Enjoy your lives. <laughs> Life is really precious, especially when, you, when you're when you living with blinders on. <laughs> uh, this guy just goes, yeah, totally. We're just not going to talk as we walk uh, towards the hall. <laughs> That'd be best. That's good, actually. Yeah. Most people that talk to me wind up uh, dead, so don't get too close. <laughs> you're all so depressed. I don't want to know what happened. <laughs> um... You guys are brought back to this main big banquet hall. Uh, it's got these long wood tables. Uh, the whole hall is adorned with furs, candles and torches light the room. And up on a little platform is Princess Jovier. And you see there are Eladrin and goblins lining both sides of the hall. Um, and as you guys enter with King Lesterborn, um, she stands up and she goes, you've brought the crown. Yeah. Yep. We see through our promises. Wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, looks like there might be a party. Good. <laughs> I think yeah. we're all in the mood. I could fucking get. Down. I believe we have reason to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, we could. It's have weird because, like, I believe it too, but do I feel it? Mm. There's a dissonance. I could definitely get fucked up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got any drugs? I'm talking hurricane. <laughs> I need uppers. You no, see the goblin. Up. You see the goblin shaman um, with like the glazed eyes looks at you, and she goes, "I could mix up something for you. Oh. Yeah, something that really fucks with my serotonin level. You know what I'm talking about?" She nods. <laughs> yeah, I could use a dump. <laughs> a dump. Uh, you see a few dump. of the Aladrin guards come up and um, offer to take King Lesterborn from you. Yeah. Uh, can I just do it before I <laughs> yeah, hand yeah, him yeah. off? Can I do like an insight check? Or, sure. Oh, yeah. Or a perception? I want to do a perception check and see if I see the queen. Uh, queen Cirilla. Yeah. Cool. Mm. I got an 11 on these guards. You got an 11 on these guards. I got they a seem three. to be just doing their jobs. Can I? I want to talk to um, Jovier. Sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to yeah. hang yeah. on to him mm -hmm. for a second. Okay. I so think you we... kind of pull him back as yeah. the guards go up. Yeah. We have invested so much in restoring the order here. I think we just want to see this through. Can you take us to the ritual where we're going to awaken them or just let us in on the process at the very least? Uh, you see, she walks down from her throne from the platform and approaches you, Beverly, and she holds her Aladrin hand up to your cheek and she goes, you have given so much for our realm, but I need you to trust me. If I have the power of the Unseelie, 
I can break the curse on Cirilla and Lestaborn. <sighs> All he's asking is that we be privy to that. You can absolutely come, but I need the crown. Okay. But can can we round everyone up together? Yes. Look, I I instinctually trust you, but I just want to make sure. I will bring Queen Cirilla and King Lesterborn out here, and I will do my best to break their curse in front of everyone. Okay, let's make it a show. Yeah. She nods. Let's sell tickets. She Alrighty. Holds, she holds her hand out. I feel like she's, she's part of Operation Honest Ladder. So. Yeah, I think she is. You I think I'm I'm also taking a look at her, and she's like half goblin, half Eladrin, and I'm thinking, like, this is what I am. I'm like half Crick, half High Elf. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm disgusting. No, it's <laughs> no, good. <I'm> kidding. <laughs> you, see, you see she gets down on one knee, Oh. and she goes, you have held up most of your end of the bargain. I have protected my sister. I only ask that you see the rest of it through. And she leans her head towards you. I give her my forehead. Mm. She's going for a forehead kiss, right? She you, wants the crown. You oh, forehead shit. kisser. <laughs> that's Did I misread honest, that? I forehead kiss her as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yes, I, you're both great. Uh-huh. I think you're both great. I obviously oh, follow oh. suit. You guys also forehead kiss. Um, but I feel like as the one that looks most like a ring bearer here, I will take the pillow, uh, and then I guess somebody else can put it on her head if they want. Oh, that's what you were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry, I've been misreading a lot of cues lately. <laughs> this I is how we put crowns on people. <laughs> no, honestly, if after all, she looks at you, Moonshine, she goes, if after all of this is over, if you want to like hang out, or anything. Then. Oh, that was kind of like a brotherly forehead kiss. You see, she... I don't know what it means She nods. Here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. I'm just going to cool. go ahead and put this ground in your head just to kind of end this awkwardness. Moonshine, you're hitting ground head. balls here. Come on. <laughs> Moonshine, you place the crown on her head. You see that the thorns instantly dig themselves into her forehead. Ooh, sorry. She winces. Ooh. You see blood trickles down her face, uh, but they don't dig nearly as deep as they did with Queen Ezra. Uh, they don't carve her eyes out. Uh, you see her body kind of surges with energy. Uh, you see she physically bulks up a little bit. Like this crown has made her physically more powerful. Nice. She's not like Fomorian size. She doesn't you know, change completely. She's making the crown her own. Taller than hard one, though. A little bit taller than hard one. Yeah, oh, one fuck. inch. How tall? Are you? <laughs> six foot six. She's six foot seven. <laughs> Retcon that. <laughs> Jake is seething right now. <laughs> we'll get a pickup. <laughs> she plays for the Rockets. Um, you sense uh, this great magic uh, coming from her that was not there before. And she was quite powerful before. And you see in the hall, um, as soon as you place this crown on her head, uh, there's this hushed quiet. And you see all of the goblins and the Eladrin uh, bend the knee to her. Before I bend the knee, I say to her, we've given you the last piece of trust that dwells in our hearts. The very last fragment. 
pray do not misuse it. And then I bow. I fucking second that shit, Beverly. And then I bow. <laughs> I have enough queens. <laughs> but I lowered my head. I was not going to touch my knee. Um, you see, she smiles and uh, she nods to you, hard one. I respect that. You see the goblin shaman, Queen Jovier's right-hand lady addresses the crowd. After many lifetimes of dusk, the sun finally sets in the autumn court. All hail, Queen Jovier of the Unseelie! Uh, and you hear everyone cheers. And you guys see, door is open here. You guys see the sun begin to set. Ooh. And it becomes nighttime. Um, and you see all of the autumn Aladrin and the goblins look super excited and start running outside. And you see Queen Jovier uh, joins them. I guess we go too. Yeah. Ooh, I wanna. I wanna be hopeful, right? Yeah. It's a. It's a party. Yeah. You got party. Cross the fingers of your heart. All right. I go running out too, acting like I'm being all playful, but I'm mm-hmm. looking for that shaman who said she could hook us up. <laughs> uh, you see, yeah, you guys I'm go not, outside. I'm like nodding, pretending I'm having a good time. But I'm like, <laughs> Moon, uh, Moonshine, you find your guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. Did I'm you text your guy. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. I turn to Balnor and say, like, Listen, man. If you want to get fucked up too, I'll hold the bag. Hey, appreciate that. Why don't we all get fucked up, bud? <laughs> You're allowed to do drugs tonight if you want. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, kid. Your dad's with the devil. It's true. They're worse things. Your dad's an actual goddamn devil, kid. That's true. You you resisted the temptation to make a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine if you if your willpower fails you with some drugs. I'm all right, get you some fucking pot, dude. Uh-huh. Bev does exactly one weed. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys get outside, and you see all of these Aladrin and goblins are just uh, in awe. You see that the sun has indeed set in the Autumn Court for the first time in thousands of years since a time before uh, the courts were split. Uh, There was a time a long time ago uh, when there was one court and the seasons changed, um, but it has not happened since. You see the sun has set. And unlike winter, it's a pleasant night. It is a brisk fall night. You oh. see the moon, Ooh. and you see stars in the sky. Hoodies. You see people start. Um, oh my god! People start <laughs> making bonfires and start <gasps> celebrating. Oh, we're getting into it now. It's we're trying to be dire, but it's hard to resist a bonfire, I you know. know. And the you drugs s- haven't even kicked in yet. The and goblin, I feel the, the goblin surgeon. shaman, the goblin shaman uh, saddles up next to you guys, and she goes. I know what you're looking for. Uh, and she hands you, normal. hands you guys each a flask of Crick water. <gasps> I take it back. Talk however you want. I will huff it. Huff, yeah. it, huff it real fast. I fucking, I fucking snot every rocket out of my nose so that I have the most possible nasal real estate to huff up crick water. Clear the sign out. <laughs> Everybody go ahead and give me constitution saving throws to see how fucked up you get. Ooh. It's going to be a 10 for moonshine. It's a 19 for Bev. Uh, Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I get an advantage. Okay. Uh, so I, um, I got a 12. Bev and Balnor kind of hold their shit mm. and um, they're like 
stoned, but like keeping it together. We're, we're even. Yeah, you guys are even. You guys are just having like a nice night. Moonshine and hard one. You guys are fucking gone. <laughs> I came to party. <laughs> I don't even feel bad. Honestly, if I you pass that con, this. say if I would have rolled again. <laughs> and you guys see while you're super fucked up, uh, you see Queen Jovir walks up to you, throws her arms around you guys and goes... As promised, I will do what I can to help my sister. <laughs> We're going to do this now? I feel like they're a little... When else would we do it? Okay. All right. That was perfect. Uh, yeah. Are you guys okay? Yeah, yeah. just get him a water. Better than I've ever been in my goddamn life. Because the rest of my life's been horseshit hey, compared to I this. Ask, you see, yeah. she looks down at the goblin shaman. What? We're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> Can you whip up like a double Americano for them or something? Yeah, she makes, uh, the shaman makes you guys a quick uh, iced coffee. I splash it out of her hand. (laughs) Fill it half with quick water. All right, just let's go. You guys get pretty screwed up. Hey, everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Um, You guys see that Queen Cirilla and King Lesterborn uh, are brought out on these little stretchers with goblins carrying them. Sunset goblins. Cute. Um, 
You see Cirilla and Lesterborn are both stirring, um, but they're mostly out of it. Um, but this is the most activity you've seen out of Cirilla in the time that you've known her as just being this, you know, sleeping beauty. Um, you see the goblins uh, place them on the ground in these little makeshift stretchers. And the citizens of the Autumn Court uh, make a circle around them. Uh, you see the goblin shaman has this little cauldron uh, with concoction in it. You can surmise that it's probably something like Crickwater. <laughs> and she's got like a little wand and she's flicking liquid on them to like start a ritual. You see Queen Jovier motions for you guys to come over and oh. join her. Okay, just play it cool, guys. Hey, hey. I'm like, I've got... I dance up. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my hands on either of their butts. Oh, that looks right. fun. I'm dancing. Yeah, Balnor's just walking, like, force-feeding you guys water. All right, gang. I'm well, doing, let's keep like, that sweaty... I'm doing that girl dance where you, like, put your hand through your hair a bunch. <laughs> I am like... doing the exact same dance. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, yeah, it's like the tiptoe shuffle. Yeah, the, yeah it's like kind of like a, shoulder. like... Gentle shimmy, but it, like the focus is really on readjusting the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Look to the side. What's the crowd think? Uh, the crowd is super focused on the silly king and queen on the ground. Yeah, that makes I'm sense. A dancing yeah. for me, Bev. <laughs> right. She's definitely dancing like no but one is watching because no queen. one is watching. <laughs> um, so you see, uh, as you guys get close, uh, fucking Moonshine and Hard One are out of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, Queen Jovier uh, turns to you, Bev, mm-hmm. um, and she goes, I believe that if uh, Ezra was able to exacerbate the effects of the curse, that I should be able to cure it. I have faith in you. Thank you. Uh, you see, she closes her eyes and begins gathering magical energy her crown writhes um, thorns dig into her forehead and blood trickles down her face Uh, suddenly you see the one half of her face that is sunset goblin you see this big goblin eye opens up and fully pops out of her head no boy it's basically her version of ezra's trick um, but you don't see like an optic nerve. It's not quite as gross. Mm. You see the eyeball fully detaches and floats down mm. um, and flies over to Lesterborn. Uh, you see he's stirring and kind of lazily makes eye contact with the eyeball. In an instant, he's shocked into a trance. And similar to what Ezra did to you, um, you recognize that Jobir is using a similar ability. You see the wheels turning in Lesterborn's head as she helps him parse through his memories. Uh, eventually, you see his kind of paranoid grimace turns into a uh, kind of a sly smile and then a big toothy grin. The color begins to return to his skin as his memories begin to return to his head. I look uh, over to hard one and I say, I think they got what we were asking for. <laughs> yeah. I want what he had. <laughs> I want two. <laughs> you see Balnor uh, puts his hand over your mouth. All right, gang. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go easy, huh? Moonshine wants to, too. <laughs> Uh, you guys see Lesterborn goes from uh, his skin color being this light, frigid blue to being this fiery orange. His hair turns from 
curly white, uh, this kind of foppish hairstyle, uh, to long flowing red locks. Uh, he went from looking like a dandy to like an exotic sun-kissed lover. <laughs> uh, awesome. And you see he oh. snaps awake and he goes, where am I? And he looks around and he sees all of you guys and he sees this whole crowd. And then he turns and he sees Queen Cirilla lying next to him. And he reaches out and he puts his hand on her cheek and he goes, oh, my summer rose, what happened to you? Uh, You see, she slowly opens her eyes and she goes, my sunshine, you've returned to me. And he goes, in my heart, darling, I never left. And you see King Lesterborn kisses Queen Cirilla. You see her body and her clothing instantly returns to her fiery summer look. Uh, She's got light orange skin and yellow hair as bright as sunlight. Uh, And she and Lesterborn start going at it hard. Oh, okay. They are passionate. I do not walk away. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. My eyes are just trained on it like, okay. Bev reads the crowd. Uh, the crowd starts like dispersing slowly as they're just like making out and All heavy right. petting. Okay, I start to clap. <laughs> yeah, There's definitely clap. a few people. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. See how many people clap along. Twenty. There's definitely a hearty clap and a cheer <laughs> that goes on for a while. That was started by Moonshine. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of instantly turns into like deep French kissing that would normally seem kind of awkward, but Moonshine gets in there with a real vigorous cheer and makes everyone and I say, feel this like this is what democracy looks like. <laughs> this, this is, is what, what democracy, democracy looks, looks like. like. <laughs> this is what democracy looks like. Everybody fuck. <laughs> uh, and everybody cheers uh, for King Lesterborn and uh, Queen Cirilla. And you see some of the aides, some of the guards um, help them up and uh, escort them off to a private chamber. Oh, dang. Happy ending. Wow. Ain't that nice. Welcome to the new Faye Wild, everyone. I'm still just dancing. <laughs> doing oh, the little she's, uh, she's hand still, through the hair right. dance. I'm doing like a, yeah, I'm doing the hand in the hair, but to like a trance <laughs> remix of I clink like a I clink like a clay mug with Balnor. Hey, man, here's to keeping it steady. Here's to keeping it steady. We can't keep it light anymore. We got to just keep it steady. steady. (laughs) I do a trust ball into nothing. (laughs) Oh, hard one just takes a hard fall on the ground. You Uh, you see, as you guys are celebrating, uh, Bev, you see uh, Tehran runs up to you and he goes, oh, you guys did it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we freaking did it. Congrats, man. Thanks, bud. Yeah, thanks, dude. It was. Um, hey, yeah. It was not easy, and I'm sure it wasn't in the least. You guys are incredible. You made it's night in the autumn court. It's crazy. Yeah, I wish that I could be more jazzed about it. Honestly, have you heard of the Shadowfell? I've I've heard about it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're going there. What? Uh huh. Don't do that. I wish we I wish we could avoid it, but we got a mission. And we got a mission after that. Uh, we got a pretty long set of bullet points. I guess what I'm saying is I don't think you want to get involved with me. See, Tehran nods. Um, and you hear from behind him mm-hmm. another Aladrin teenager dude mm-hmm. goes, Hey, Tehran! 
hey man, we're hanging out over here. Tear on. Uh, and he looks at you, Bev, and he goes, all right, well, I thought you were cool, man. Uh, and he runs off towards the other kids. This is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. I go dance with my friends. <laughs> ben starts doing the hand through the hair Doing dance. a mud angel. <laughs> I get someone to just like pour two beers on me. Uh-huh. Is me. Huh. I'm always ready to do that. Didn't want to say anything, gang, but uh, weird 16th birthday. <laughs> Is this oh, your birthday shit. today? I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, bud, this is the worst birthday. <laughs> I sober up, and I use all the rest of my spell slots to make fireworks. <gasps> Aww. Amazing. Um, yeah, Moonshine. Um, Crick elves are fucking experts at fireworks. Meemaw probably, this was probably well, the first trick. we make trick. great fireworks, but we also do light stuff on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Two come hand in hand. Yeah. You're both What's great. more fun, watching the house burn down or watching the fireworks? You tell me. Then you get to build a new house. Exactly. Have the fun. Moonshine puts on a fireworks show, Crick style. Um, and you see X-rated. everyone. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? X-rated. X-rated. Um, yeah, there's a couple dicks in there. Uh, you see some Weirdly of the parents uh, covering graphic. their children's eyes. <laughs> it's a firework. Wow. It's a firework show. Oh my gosh! Style. It's a dragon pussy. <laughs> Yep, just trying to take you through, Ben. Some of our fondest memories. Uh, you see all these explosions oh. of light. Um, Moonshine, you look over and you see Papa looking up at all the fireworks, and it reminds you of being a youngin uh, at the Crick watching the fireworks shows that like old Cobb and the other dudes who loved explosions would do. Or that Meemaw could just do with like a flick of her wrist. Well, mine is better than theirs, right? Yours is much better than like old Cobb's. Fucking hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you and Meemaw probably put on the best fireworks shows at the Crick. Yeah. Hell old yeah. Cobb's like the warm up act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mostly need a stand up. Yeah. <laughs> it's established. Old Cobb's the best at like actual explosives fireworks, but as far as just like putting on a magical show, you got to go Meemaw or Moonshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Respect. I. I kind of find like a nice uh, piece of grass. I mean, it's probably like, oh, it would be a little wet because it's autumn. Uh-huh. So I, like we got to lay down a blanket or something like uh-huh. that. But I think we all kind of like plop heads on a blanket uh, on a little hill so we can watch the fireworks. Sweet. <laughs> Cute as hell. You don't want me on the blanket. I'm covered in muck. <laughs> I, I grab him. I wrestle him over. Get Come over join here. us. Get in the blanket. Come Get join us. Blanket. Get, so Get over yourself. All right. <laughs> I am wearing a loincloth. <laughs> Whoa, Papa didn't even finish his yet. You just made that one your own. I found this one. Is that a couple dishcloths? This was a loose cloth. There's there's nothing in the back. Stapled to the skin. He's he's ass out. (laughs) Fully ass out. I don't know when you sobered up. You can't just do a front. (laughs) Everyone's got the back. You need both. That's not really private. (laughs) You're not wrong, but still, you are. (laughs) So, as all of you are sitting on this blanket on this hill together watching the fireworks, uh, after a little while, you see a crow appears. (gasps) Caca! Go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Now, personally, I got a 23. However, it does not feel as though it's my business to be (laughs) sussing out hard ones. uh, You just, if you nudge me, 
Okay, I nudge, I nudge hard one. Hard one. There's a crow. Yeah. You've come back to me. <laughs> you see? My best friend. The crow flies right past hard one um, and lands on Beverly's shoulder. Oh. Uh, uh, Moochad, you can tell right away it's not a caca. Hard one, I don't, I don't think it's a caca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not caca anymore. It's someone else's bird now. Uh, no, I actually think Everyone it's biologically now. It's just straight In the up. end, I'm not all alone. There's other crows, hard one. Uh, also, There's other I, crows. Mal, no, I'm not going to move on that quick. I think, like, DNA-wise, it's actually a different bird. I, do, I will stand by that. Guys, let's not let the crow ruin our night. We're having a good time. <laughs> Balnor, could you please stop trying to sit in between us? <laughs> uh, Bev, uh, you see that uh, the crow has a little vial of liquid in its talons, and there's a little note. I don't think I could drink anymore, but... Um, yeah, well... <laughs> Bottoms up. You're drinking it? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Drink the note and then burp and say the note out to us like Harry Potter or something. Did you say that um, there's liquid in the vial or it's a little note in the there's vial? A liquid, there's liquid in the vial and there's like a little note that's like tied to the cork. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I read the note. Great. Uh, you read the note. It says um, pour in bowl. Uh, I take out I take out like a nice like dank heady bowl. <laughs> Get rid of some nugs. Oh, leave it bowl. out. So you're putting Pour in like up. a Pour little pipe. Watch it all fall out. <laughs> How much liquid is it? Damn, that's all resin. Uh, it's not. It's not too too much. It's um, it's a little vial. Uh, yeah, pour it into her bowl, I yeah. guess. Okay, you pour it into her bowl. I light it up. <laughs> light it up, and the liquid begins bubbling in this little pipe um, and you see an image begins to appear, a oh. tiny image, um, because this was not the type of bowl <laughs> that this was made for. Um, but you do see an image. You see Everyone an Im- gather around. Put your glasses on. Pop up, pop up. Excuse me. Uh, you guys see Durlin and Cran appear. Uh, you see them moving in frame, and they react excitedly uh, once they see that they were able to contact you. It's almost like a fantasy Skype call. Oh. Uh, and Durlin mm. uh, yells out, Scout Masters, so good to see you. Durlin. And Cran um, uh, pipes up and goes, it's good to see you're all well. Oh, Cran, good hey. to see you too. Cran, hey. hey, it's good to see you just kind of being yourself without all the tricks and snares and... <laughs> Oh, you didn't think the crow thing was cool? No. It's kind of a witch move. I I thought thought it was great. I loved it. Thanks. No, it was pretty tricky, I thought. It definitely triggered something in Hard One, but other than that. Oh, I didn't mean for... It wasn't meant to be a trap or anything. It's just a way to contact you. (laughs) I'm a broken man anyway. Okay. Well, um, I just wanted to uh, congratulate you and uh, thank you all for breaking the curse. Of course. Honestly, I, I mean, how was the family? Show us them little youngins. Uh, you see, she goes, that's actually why I called. There's some people I want oh. you to meet. Uh, and you see two green teen twins, Beverlyn and Moonwan, no oh. longer cursed, happy and healthy, poke their head into frame. Mom, mom, are these your scoutmasters? They're just like stupid, dorky little kids that are like <laughs> oh. um, uh, pushing uh, uh, Derlin and Cran out of the way to like get a look. Mom, how does this work? How does it work? We just look. Hey, hey, what's up? I'm Beverlyn. Oh, man, look at these kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have the spirit of Pelor and the light 
of Galateron deep in your heart. We love Pelor. <laughs> uh, you see uh, Moonwan looks at you guys. I was frozen. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> it's hard for me to feel anything but pain, but tell you what, I think there's a tiny little bit of joy stirring deep down inside my belly. You, you have your mother's proclivity for getting trapped. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel anything for months. <laughs> wow. Uh, thanks for the recap. Well, yeah. Glad you're warm now. Nice meeting you, Scoutmasters. I hope we get to meet you in real life. Same. That'd Kalu. be yeah. lovely. Kalu Kale, kids. Kalu Kale. Kalu Kale. Kalu Kale. Yeah. Uh, they let out an excited Kalu Kale uh, and then run off chasing each other. Uh, and you see Durlin uh, goes, Haha, they're a little old to be acting like that. But, um, <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. No, Durlin. yeah, we were all like that once, weren't we? <laughs> also, they were literally frozen. Yeah. But anyway, wow. <laughs> how's the hot tub? Not dwelling. Hot tub's great. Yeah, the yeah. place is treating you right. Place is treating us right. We were able to drain it. Uh, get uh, did out you all hang the up a new guts. tapestry? Oh yeah, it looks great. Right, take Thank us on a so tour. Can you like walk us around? <laughs> Show us your crib. Yeah. Walks, uh, walks you around with their bowl. <laughs> we're using a regular bowl. What kind of bowl are you guys using? Oh, oh a big a one, a salad pipe, bowl. Pipe, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> hash pipe. Yeah. Did you say hash pipe? <laughs> yeah, hash oh, pipe. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hash pipe. Uh, they show you around. You see that they've... Um, we got a hash pipe. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, there's just a... Um, you got goblet. a big ball. <laughs> there's a cover band playing hash pipe nearby of goblins. Wow. Your um, own band. Yeah, um... Uh, Cran and Durlin uh, show you guys around the newly renovated uh, Baron Prince's cave. Uh, and Cran goes... It's uh, it's a nice place uh, for us to settle down and be a family for a while, but I want you to know we're ready to fight when you need us, when you go back to the material plane. Okay. Right. Excellent. Will we be able to summon you? Yeah, I would imagine you'll be able to send us a message. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll send a crow through a dimensional portal or something. I know, I know, I know a crow. You guys don't worry. <laughs> I know a crow. <laughs> well, oh, your spirits are back up, huh? I guess yeah. now we know your bowl ad- song. <laughs> now we know your bowl address. We can just hit you up on bowl. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so you're staying here, I guess. Yeah, this is home for us. Uh, where, where are you? Where are you all off to? Well, we're going to kind of the farthest place from home we've ever been, I think. Yeah, we're taking a little detour. You know when you go on vacation, then you're like, oh, this is kind of out of the way, but we're never going to be back in this area ever again. We're going to Shadowfell. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no. It's sort of like when you go on vacation, except you die on vacation, and you go to uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a sort of like a hellscape, and yeah. right. uh-huh. you try to rescue your uh, mother, mother's eternal soul. Mm. Yeah. Welp. It was good talking to you all. Hey, you too, yep. man. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> weird. See you again yeah. soon. I feel like we all think this is weird because there's a chance that hundreds of years will pass. <laughs> I have. I did not say that out loud, but I was like, cool that you're down to fight, but like, if we get in touch with you, you might be like 230. Yeah. Oh, I don't say we're that We're halflings. Loud. We'll be fine. We might be in like our 80s or something, but you know, we'll... Uh, okay. Yeah. You'll still be scrappy. Yeah, still exactly. be ready to scrap. We'll be scrappy old folks, I'm sure. I yes, respect it. All right, absolutely. well, you know, you've already raised two good kids, uh, and I'm excited to see where you go from here. Congratulations, Scoutmasters. I know you can do it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they salute you guys. Okay, I guess I kind of like 
stick a thumb in the bowl. <laughs> uh, you you <laughs> hang, hang up. up. <laughs> wow, that was honestly, I really respected that. You had the confidence to hang up first. You know, I just I feel like it's going to be a really hard goodbye mm-hmm. for a lot of these, and you just got to like know when to exit. Yeah, yeah it's a power man. move. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate watching. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate watching you come into your own. Well, thank you. I, you know, I couldn't have done it without y'all, for better or for worse. You know, I think that I've learned a lot of bad things from you, but maybe some good things too. Mm-hmm. I only heard the last part, so <laughs> you're welcome. Maybe some good things too. He said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beth, do you want to sip of my beer? <laughs> Absolutely. I got an edge to take off here. Yeah, I've had a lot of bud heavies. Yeah, I got a. <laughs> give me that whetstone. Yeah. I just grab some nearby crabgrass and just see if it'll get me high. <laughs> Good. I got uh, an edge it, to put it on. Does, yeah. <laughs> I whisper to the crow, get as far away from this guy as you can. <laughs> crow takes off. <laughs> if you see my bird. <laughs> you see the crow uh, flies away. Um, and there's a big fireworks finale. Um, uh, Moonshine continues to make um, a beautiful light show in the sky. Yeah. And you guys all have fun uh, until you fall asleep together on the side of this hill. Mm. And then you wake up the next day and you see that um, the sun has risen in the autumn court. Or I guess it's more like a sunset. It's basically gone from night to sunset because now the autumn courts and the winter courts are united. So it's a it's a start, but the day has changed. It is a new day. Wow. Uh, and you guys wake up and you see that there are cutie flies flying around you guys. You guys all wake up on this blanket together after this great fireworks show. Aww. You see there's a bunch of um, hungover goblins and shit just like <laughs> laying in the grass. Yeah, yeah I'm fucking It's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's empties everywhere. Yeah, you see Gui wakes up next to you guys. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Oh, Gui. Oh, Gui. Hey. Gui, Gui. Can you point us in the direction of like a diner or something? Yeah, yeah. something like fucking greasy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You guys gotta talk to the, the shaman lady, Zelda. That's Zelda, find yeah. A diner? She's kind of a one-stop shop, huh? Yeah, she can make you guys some food, certainly. She could summon <laughs> something up. You guys go to the main hall. They're always eating in cool. there. Cool. Okay. Hey, Gui. Yeah. Hey. Less levers. Yeah. You know? Next time? What if it was just like on and off? Right. Yeah, forward and stop. What's she thinks She thinks about that? it, and she rubs her chin. Well, that just doesn't sound like any fun at all. <laughs> sure. You got us there. Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. We got to go to hell. We'll see you later. Yeah. Hey, thanks for bringing her back in one piece. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, cool. Because we meet okay. up with Zelda. Yeah, I think that you know, on our on our walk to di- to the diner, mm. I'm just gonna point out like, how are we gonna get to Shadowfell? Um, I mean, maybe. Maybe Jovier. Yeah. Is there just like a long ass staircase that we take? <laughs> you know, maybe like we ask Zelda. She seems like she knows what's up. Elevator? Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Well, but I guess elevator like. Elevator sounds right. Hardwin, how did you get. <laughs> Hardwin, how did you get there the first time? Oh, it was easy. I just died. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't get all the way there. All right. I was sort of in this in between and I got the sense that I could go there. You also not. Only did you get the sense that you could go there. Unlike where Gemma and your father were, which seemed kind of far off and you heard them whispering, you were flashing into like the Shadowfell realm. So you have some kind of weird connection there that's Ooh. beyond just, you know, you could have gone there. Got it. Okay, Hardwin, open your mouth. Uh, 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 we'll, just, we'll just go through there. 
Okay, oh, you oh, first. Oh, 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 right. <laughs> you guys just like you're sixteen. You're way too big to crawl into my mouth. <laughs> you, hit, you hit hard one's teeth so hard. Ow! Ah! <laughs> you're flying. Sorry about that. Sometimes it's sometimes it's a miss. Sometimes you try and goof and it's just not done land. Yeah. Um. Yeah, get get some breakfast in us. Uh-huh. Gather some. You guys go. Tots. You guys go back to the main Ooh. hall. Yeah. Uh, you see that people are eating and celebrating this morning. Um, you see that uh, sitting on her throne is uh, Queen Jovier, who looks a little hungover. Um, so she must have drank a lot uh, because she's quite Honestly, powerful now. Kind of makes me trust her more, right? Uh huh. Like if she's if I feel like evil people got to keep it so tight because they always got to look over their shoulder. That's yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. If she's hung over, she's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never see Theala with bags under her eyes. Exactly. Because she, like, can't afford to. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. She lets loose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's comforting in a a strange way. Just checking a box. Let's let's go talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Yeah. You um, walk up to go talk to um, Queen Jovier. And uh, she's also got uh, Zelda, the goblin shaman, with her. I dap her up. Uh, you yeah. dap uh, Zelda up. Did it get you good and fucked up? Oh, I'm still fucked up. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm hurting now. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you got any kind of like enchanted, you know, sausages or. Do you like a bloody Caesar or something? Ooh. Oh, anything you make. You got, y'all got a I bloody can bar? Duplicate. Yes. Do you have like a magic purse full of hash browns? Yes. Okay. What about sweet potato tats? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I want to test this. She gives you an endless bag of sweet potato tots uh, (laughs) and an endless decanter of uh, Bloody Marys. Wait. I want to test this out. Yeah. Uh, A jewel-encrusted sword covered in eggs. I can't do that. Gotcha. Okay, there's a limit. Okay, okay. And you found it right away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. I'll just eat my hash browns. (laughs) (laughs) Just quietly crunch some potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) You ask for a jewel-encrusted sword. One day. day. Hey, Zelda. Uh, I know we've asked for so much, but might we ask for a little more this time? Uh, A bit more incorporeal <laughs> uh, you see Zelda looks up at uh, Queen Jovier uh, who nods to Zelda we owe them everything uh, and Zelda looks to you and she goes I am at your service yeah so mm, this might sound suspicious but we're trying to get to Shadowfell and we're just wondering is there like an elevator escalator stairs those are shuttle. the three options. Yeah. Oh, shuttle. shuttle. Oh, maybe like a fireman's pole? Tram, Five. fireman's pole. Yeah, that's six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see... Boeing 787. <laughs> so A, B, C. You see Jovier. Jovier leans G. in, and she goes, it would be irresponsible of me not to ask why you wish to go to Shadowfell. Headhunting. Amongst other reasons. My mom's down there. Uh, I hate... A guy that rules it down there. Mm, your so. mother's a lost soul, and you'd like to rescue her. Yeah, that's that's about right. That's the mm. gist. Um, you see Jovier holds her hand out to um, Zelda to kind of signal to her to go on, to help you guys. And Zelda goes, someone who has died, who has been 
to Shadowfell before could have a connection to it. Uh, once the darkness of the Shadow Plane looms over you, it never quite goes away. Uh, you see she suddenly perks up and looks at you, hard one. I look behind me quickly to Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> She's not looking at me, man. I don't know. Oh, well, fuck. Balnor's clean. Right. Okay. It's, it's gotta be me then. She looks like right through you, hard one, and she goes, it is possible that we could use him as a port key, but we would need to get him on death's door. We got a flatline him? If he's going to open it for us. Much like someone might see the light when they're near death, someone with a connection to Shadowfell uh, could feel called to it, could flash to that plane. Uh, And in that moment, it might be possible to travel there without dying. This all sounds very nice, but we almost lost hard one once. I don't think any of us want to go through that again. But when uh, you... We're turning to the idea of an escalator, elevator, streetcar. There is yeah. no escalator to the Shadow Realm. Helicopter. Would you like more Chairlift? potatoes? <laughs> Moonshine, I'm the escalator. <laughs> so wait, That's... if he's... So cool. <laughs> I am the escalator. <laughs> if he's the escalator, or, or you know, elevator. Or stairs. Or stairs, or maybe like a golf Chair cart lift. that goes straight down. Um, how does he get there? As I was saying, much like if you were to be near death and you might get tunnel vision or you might see the light, as it were. Someone who has been to Shadowfell who would feel the call to Shadowfell when they are on death's door may be able to appear there and bring people with him. But what about when he gets there? Can we heal him once we're, if he gets there? Certainly. I guess the better question is how do we get back? See, she shrugs her shoulders. It's not a two-way escalator, is it? I wouldn't ask you guys to come with me. It might be a one-way ticket. You don't even have to ask. I think I already might have confessed on on the plane ride here that I might just stay there anyways, so I'm not super concerned about Great. the round trip. Hey, gang, we got a lot more to do. So let's go in there with a positive attitude <laughs> and a song in our hearts. Put a little sunshine yeah, in the Yeah, I know that call. song. I know the song that's in our hearts. Don't. <laughs> Okay, do All it. All around me are familiar faces. Oh, but it's the dance remix, so it's actually pretty banging. <laughs> There's got to be a way out, right? You see Zelda shrugs, and she goes, much like getting from the Feywild to the Material Plane or the Material Plane to the Feywild, Shadowfell is quite difficult to travel to. Okay, so we'll just have to get there. And when we want to go back, somebody will have to kiss someone. I guess everyone line up. I'm taking passport photos. <laughs> you I know, mine's out of date. Them. I got to get a new one. <laughs> I've I still got my the hair one. up in a yeah. bun. <laughs> I've still got the one from when I was a baby. I got to get a new one. <laughs> wow, yeah, you are an infant. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's figure this out. Which one of you guys is going to kill me? Well, I think the bigger question is, First off, I'm not, I would like to put it out there that I am not committed 
to this plan of us killing you. I'm still seeking... Not killing, getting on death's door. Right, yeah. right, right, right. But let's say, like, if there was, like, a dream way for you to die, right? Okay. Or to get on death's door. Mm. Like, you know, like, drowning in chocolate pudding or something like that. That's, yeah. Or getting stepped on. Yeah, if you had, like, a crushing fantasy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or if it was, like, you do so much arcane that you almost die. Uh, that one, that one, <laughs> that one. <laughs> It's going to be fun to see Death's Door. We've sent so many people there. I know. Hmm. Wonder if he leaves out a welcome mat and if that welcome mat has a fucking key underneath. That's the way we get back. Ooh, okay. All right, so um, we're doing this now, huh? Yeah. Are we? Are we doing it now? Do you need let a moment? Just, let me finish these hash browns. Okay. Yeah, I think we need at least like a day to sort of process some of this shit. I don't, I'm not ready to. Yeah, I don't want to go to the Shadowfell hungover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's you... do some yoga, drink a kombucha. We'll be back at <laughs> yeah. 100%. We'll be at 110%. Well, uh, Zel- not me. <laughs> Zelda creepily looks at you guys and goes, let me know when you're ready to travel to the other side. <laughs> Would you like more hash browns? <laughs> uh, sure. Yes, yeah. please. Oh, Zelda, what do you think is the best way to get him to death's door? Mm, she looks at him. Cause w- Some meaty fellow. I have to stab quite deep. Oh. I like the arcane plan. Could we just use arcane? You could do any kind of magic spell that you would like that would injure him. Hmm. You need to bring him to death's door. But is there a danger if, like, we gave him something unpredictable like Arcane that it would just kill him rather than bring him to death's door? I don't know what Arcane is. Oh, yeah, you didn't make you it for him last night. Water. It's a drug. Who's around me right now? Um, there's Aladrin, Goblins, Queen Jovier. And I go over and I punch a goblin in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Fuck you, man. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative against <laughs> oh, this goblin. Oh, I hate this. Uh, 21. Uh, you go first. Okay, I, um, give him my axe. Why, why would you do this, I man? I kick him in the shin. Oh, you kick him in the shin. Uh, he attacks you. Uh, he fucking misses. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> he swings at you. All right, fuck you, man. You, you either doing? hit me or the goblin's gonna kill me. I, I you see Zelda, Zelda I goes, hit hard one. There needs to be a ritual. <laughs> you oh, made really? Yeah, oh. I mean, I guess you could soften him up here. That's fine. <laughs> Why don't we just put a belt on his neck? I don't know. Uh, you see a bunch of this goblin's friends jump in and start biting at you. And All right, knock you. it off. You think you're better than us just because you got the crown? A little. Uh, one of them hits. These guys are, like, so weak. Uh, uh, one guy does six damage to you, hard one. Nice. Uh, not nearly on death's door. What are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, I share a hash brown with Moonshine. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of getting in on the attack, but I just don't feel good about it. So I'm just eating my sweet potato tots. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hard These... one, you shout if you need anything. <laughs> this, uh, get the ritual ready. These guys are going to kill me pretty soon. <laughs> These goblins kick the shit out of you, hard one. Um, are you you're just taking it? I'm just going to take it. Okay. Um, they fully this. pummel you and get you down to, I'll say, about 10 HP. I want you to know, hard one, out of respect, I am not averting my eyes, even though seeing this makes me quite sad. 
Thank you. But I'm witnessing it all. You doing it for your mom. I thought I was hungover before. <laughs> These goblins are just like pummeling you. Thank, thank you for watching. <laughs> um, and you see, yeah, hard one gets down to about 10 HP. That's all you got. Um, and uh, <laughs> Zelda waves everyone off. Step back, step back. Um, and uh, you see Jovier orders everyone out of the room. Uh, you yeah, see- you better run. <laughs> <laughs> so concussed. <laughs> Zelda, is there any chance we did permanent damage? <laughs> you see Zelda clears off a table. Uh, and uh, she motions for Hard One to get on the table. I will lie down. That's fine with me. Hard One lays down in the middle of the table. You see Zelda um, pulls candles um, from nearby tables and places them around him. Uh, and she motions for Moonshine, Bev, and Balnor to surround him. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I'm not yeah. kissing Moonshine. What? What? <laughs> I just thought for like a ritual to Why get to another you? place. I'm so sorry, Fine, Beverly, I'll but kiss you were far too young. No, I don't want to kiss you. Right, I thought right. we had this whole time. We did this, right? About yeah. I thought I had to die. <laughs> red on, red on. You're right. I was confused. I'm sorry. Balnor starts doing the hair dance. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You see Zelda um, once again pulls out her little cauldron, takes this little like wand uh, begins mixing it and begins flicking you guys with crick water. And much like when you tranced with old Cobb, you're almost like entering this space with hard one as well. Um, and then you see Zelda um, goes, now, he's near death's door, but he's not quite there. We need to get him a little bit closer. I'm so sorry. You see, she takes a rag, she puts it over Hard One's mouth, and holds him down. Mm. Would one of you like to do the honors? So right now, I'll say, um, for practical purposes, Hard One is at 10 HP. He needs to get down to below 5 HP, but you can't knock him out. I spores him for six. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Moonshine. You spores hard one, hard one. Your body fills with poison. You guys see from the outside, uh, he turns white. You see uh, thick veins, just purple and blue sticking out of his neck Mm -hmm. as he like strains to breathe, especially with Zelda has this rag in his mouth. Hard one, you're gasping for breath. There's your eyes are bloodshot. Your breathing is extremely labored, uh, and you begin to get tunnel vision, and the room around you begins to flicker. It's like someone is turning the lights off rapidly. However, it is not just darkness you see when the lights are off. Uh, There's also this hanging mist. You can feel it. This is the place. This is Shadowfell. Hard one, what do you do in this moment? You can make a decision to stay here if you would like. I stay. Hard one stays. So Beverly Moonshine, you see that hard one begins fading from existence. What do you do? I call out to him. I say, hard one, 
Find the connection. Yeah, Harwan, you in there? Can you hear us? Uh, hard one, go ahead and do a perception check. 11. 11. Uh, you hear like dissonant whispers uh, as you travel to this other plane. Um, Mo- Moonshine and Beverly, uh, he does not react, um, but you see he starts to fade. Can I just like grab his hand yeah. maybe? Um, you feel like you could go with him if you would like, if you would like to make that choice. All right, I give in to that feeling. Um, moonshine, you flash out of existence. I kind of hop up onto his body, so I'm like gonna fall through him. <laughs> Beverly, you With neither of us there to even witness <laughs> yeah. it, just to show for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Beverly I'm... jackknifes into my ba- chest. <laughs> I'm my best audience. You see, moonshine has disappeared. Uh, you hear Zelda go, "Yes, he is a port key, a." Gate to the what? plane of... Sh- oh, you hopped in like you were <laughs> doing a cannonball in the pool. It's like a tiny little man pool. Here I go. And Beverly cannonballs into the plane of shadow. And that's where we'll end our episode. Oh, cannonball! Are we swimming through ink right now? You don't know where you are at all. Do but I hear we- dissonant whispers? Yeah, do I hear dissonant whispers? So such dissonance. Should I roll uh, to keep my sanity? Um, I'm just not to yet. Guess what's gonna happen? Not yet. Not yet, guys. We can talk about all of our theories on the short rest. So Here's many. my first theory. Okay. This guy's gonna be like, have you ever had a squid ink pasta? Oh, yeah, I have. This guy's gonna feel like that, and cool. it's the air is gonna feel an like inky, that. Inky, inky sky. Yeah, that's cool. And it- shadows are gonna leave a trace residue on us, like. That's that's why it's called Inky Fell, right? That's it. (laughs) Guys, hear more stuff like this over on the short rest. (laughs) Patreon.com slash nadpod. We're all about... The fan theories and not what's actually going to happen. <laughs> yep. Just theorizing based off of nothing. Have you haven't heard about. the hemp milk song? <laughs> then, then I don't even know if you're a fan of this show. <laughs> We're just going to list good pasta we've had. <laughs> that is a really good idea. I've got a list. I've got Rex. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rex, we've got things to plug. Guys, check out me and Emily's sketch show. It's called Hot Date. You can, get it, you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, we also have a book called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into a emergency contact it is a satirical relationship advice book get it on amazon or on audible caldwell how do people send us stuff uh they can send it to 1920 hillhurst avenue number 222 los feliz california 90027 please send us things oh yeah um you got anything else to plug caldwell uh check out cartoon hell on dropout sign up slash nadpod thank you very much nice uh jake what do you got um go to headgum.com Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's the podcast Headgum's network. Got a website. Yeah, Check it out. Yeah. Flip There's other podcasts site. on there. Yeah. If Check you finished out, all of this podcast, <laughs> only if you're caught up can you can you go do uh, do two listens. Just because yeah. there's it's yeah. dense. So why don't you That's go back, true. cycle through this one one more time, mm-hmm. subscribe to the Patreon, do all the short rests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, A Bit Book Club. Yeah, A Book Club. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Watch your show on Netflix. All, right, yeah, yeah. Draw fee. All that. Once you've watched every Jake and Amir, there's about 800. <laughs> then check out headgum.com. Then you're free. Mm-hmm. Very and good. And once you're on headgum.com, is there like a game to play or anything to peruse? Honestly, there might be a lot of new episodes of this podcast by then. Wow. So yeah, they should nice. probably start, start back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cool, guys. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at chmurf is me, at caldy is caldwell, at Axford is emily, at jake herwitz is jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are.
The youth of a nation, we are, we are. Youth of a nation. And now to thank our benevolent Council of Elders. Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, and the only pebble pot to have never called the police with a noise complaint. Thank you. J. Loma 72, aka Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration. The only filter they've ever used on a photo is sweat. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. Each blade has a name and Dylan tries to remember them all to be courteous, but honestly, it is tough. Danny P., Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, also did a few X-rated stone etchings at his request, excuse you. Tom P., father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies, also the serenader of sleeping possums. Let's face it, Papa has earned a spa day. True. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, once served a margarita to Pelor that was so out of bounds, the big old the, the big gold daddy decided to double fist. Hell yeah. Griffin SD, aka the Stranger, the Silverborn Eld- Eldritch Knight and ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn, but the current owner of a positive attitude. Griffin may not have a bar, but they've got a song in their heart. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia, so long it could travel the length of Cobb's vicious V all the way down to his vicious D. Scott D, a human raised by owlbear. Scott can't socialize with normal people, but he can eat raw meat and scare small children with the best of them. Hell yeah. Hermes W, the Bat King. Recently, the bats elected a bat president, so Hermes position is mostly symbolic, but Hermes' face is still on all the money, so that's something. Spartus, a goblin scientist who's about to launch the first ever Feywild rocket to the moon. Oh god, oh god, oh no, Spartus has exploded. R.I.P. buddy. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, has plus 12 to stealth, but rolls with disadvantage because they prowl in the nude and their bits make loud skin-slapping sounds. Cassandra MHP, aka Cassandra Max HP. Cassandra has so much HP that they only get minor heartburn from Queen Ezra's attack. Danielle D, Danielle the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly she actually gave Ezra all the band of boob secrets in a manila folder so she wouldn't have to look that hard. Wow, ouch. Hugh C, a.k.a. Halder Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, was also kicked out of a Buffalo Wild Wings with Elias and Red, but doesn't like to talk about it. Manny P, Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you forget to set your alarm, but you wake up anyway, that's Manny's gentle caressing your cheek until you wake. Aw. Danielle Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. Each face is prettier than the last. Unfortunately, the first is ugly as hell, so the last one is only like like a four, max. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, can drop the beat to the depths of the nine hells and raise the volume all the way to Pelor's cruise ship in the sky. God, that's poetic. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, and keeper of the gourd. That's right, Jeff still has Halloween pumpkins out on his porch. Throw out the pumpkins, Jeff. Come on. Cutter W, a high elf dandy turned quick architect. Straight up, Cutter is Moonshine's dad. Wowza. Truth bomb. J. 
John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, recently ate a mushroom pizza and a horrible act of cannibalism that has rocked the Myconid community. Ryan M., Hard Ones Ram, who was brutally murdered after being abandoned by his owner. Ryan was in Shadowfell for a chance revenge and just might get it. Not true. Don't worry about that, everybody. That is false. That is not true. Elena C., Galad's sister, who isn't a dick and only calls him on holidays. That's nice. Cool. Andrew M., a barbarian cleric who brings their foes to the brink of death, then heals them just enough to bring them back to the brink of death again. Ouch. Ouch a lot. Michael McDee, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, woodwork, working on a cocktail called Beverly's Bittersweet 16, which is just blood, sweat, tears, and a fireworks display at the end. So no, I guess no alcohol in that one. Victor T., Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, just got a letter that he's been drafted to fight in the Great War. Oh no, it'd be nice to have a father figure right about now. Shiza! Justin I, Queen Ezra's psychic hand-eye optometrist. Sure, she's vicious, but not as vicious as, as her hand-eye astigmatism. Okay. Clayton M, the Claymation Dalmatian. Clayton recently started dating Annie S, the anime Sharpay. It's caused a bitter rift between House Claymation and House Anime, and their forbidden love will almost definitely end in bloodshed. Can't wait to read that graphic novel. The professional, the only lawyer to successfully beat Pawpaw in litigation. In fact, the only lawyer Pawpaw trusted to defend him against the Mo-related vandalism charges. Jacob C., one of the hounds, happened to have the day off when the others attacked the band of boobs because they worked a double the day before. Lucky break, good on ya, but we're coming for ya. Elena M., a goblin tech entrepreneur who, who brought bird scooters to the Feywild, which are just birds, you give a pin code to, and you can hop on the, their back like a scooter. Cool. McPucks, the amazing Codemaster who programmed our website, was working on an Absorbs e-bite for Beverly's Sweet 16, but it looks like that might get scrapped. Dang. Earl and Kathleen L., a married goblin and a ladron who can finally talk politics now that the Princess Jovier came along. Hooray! Jibe G, an Esri scientist who created a strain of arcane that helps you study better. The wizard academies are riddled with it and a lot of students have developed addictions. Not cool. Jostrich, the jock ostrich, always matches their plumage with their favorite sports team. Right now they're repping Shadowfell's all centaur polo team, the Headless Horsemen. Very trendy. PJW, Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. It also has its own bank account, which is always overdrafting. Take the card away, okay? You gotta take that card away. Damiel R, Ram Damiel's evil twin. Damiel recently made a deal with Akaram, the Ram Devil. It was one of those, if, you, if both of us are still single when we're 30, we'll get married kind of deals though. So that's kind of, that's kind of sweet. That's cute. Nicholas R, AKA St. Cricolus. Instead of a naughty and nice list, St. Cricolus keeps a hospitable and starts too many fires list. Both sound like pretty chill, groups of folks to me though. Jennifer V, a crown maker who keeps making cursed crowns. Knock it off. Jennifer's always tells themselves they're not going to do it this time. That at the last minute, they just can't help themselves. The crown is cursed. Just knock it off. Destin C, a smuggler who smuggles arcane into the Feywild. Hey yo. Unfortunately was caught and in jail when Hard One and Moonshine were looking for it. That 
does make sense, but we'll catch you next time. Devin B, the Bodega Lord, doesn't need to take short or long rest because they are open 24-7, baby. They also have a cat and a collection of expired cans of Goya beans. Gaga Goya. Michael L, the only Eladrin who didn't snap out of Queen Ezra's curse. Still trying to blame the curse, though, because they're not ready to take the leap and just go to therapy. You got to do that self-healing, you know, bro? Sam H went to Ben's quinceanera and has been waiting for the invitation to his sweet 16. At this point, Sam assumes they weren't invited. Ouch. Kelvin noodles a pasta elemental. Kelvin can summon a wall of pesto as a cantrip. Sounds like my kind of person. Christian H. Sergio Salazar Solomon Zacharias de Sisuani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with a sweet snake pattern on his skin. It's bold. And whenever they wear leopard print on top of that, that shit, it looks great. It doesn't work perfectly, but you know what? Fuck it. You can pull it off. Trey Lay, the Cray Fay. Trey Lay is the most Cray in all the Fay, which is pretty impressive because it's a wacky place, but Trey Lay's Cray takes the cake. Okay. Aaron G, master of the banishment spell. Aaron always prepares it as a reaction so they never walk into a cobweb. If, if they ever walk into a cobweb, it will instantly be dealt with. Jory S, a jacked wizard who wields a 200 pound iron staff. It actually gives them a minus 10 in wisdom, but their tricep looks fucking tight. Yo, it's worth it. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Moonlight is poison to Alucard, and so they are cursed to spend every night asleep in a bed. Such a cruel fate. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section, also taught themselves how to walk and somehow filmed themselves doing it. Selfie. It was just a selfie stick. They had a selfie stick. That's cool. Adam H., a Green Knight double agent who has infiltrated the Chosen. The worst part, Adam is super lactose intolerant. <gasps> oh dear. Colin G pilots a giant iron dwarf that looks exactly like Gundam, which would be super cool, but no one in Frostwind knows what Gundam is, so they're just annoyed that Colin keeps, Colin keeps parking a giant robot in the middle of their town. I have no idea what Gundam is. I assume it's some sort of nerd thing. Ryan, hard ones, definitely a live ram who has just found out they have eight. They're going to have a baby. Triplets, actually. Congratulations, Ryan. Your life couldn't get any better way to thrive. Big Buck, pregnant elk moonshine, a.k.a. moonshine's elkin baby. Big Buck also just found out who their daddy is, but you won't find out for another 30 episodes. Curse you, Daddy Murphy. Curse you. Richard F., a cyclops murdered by the band of boobs. They were later reborn as a lowly nanorfly that hatched from the corpse of Ezra the Unkind. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. John W.G. introduced the crick to, drum roll here, condoms. Unfortunately, they're made out of null skin and are only 2% effective, but it's honestly, it's worth a shot. It's better than, than what they have going on now. Troy McSee, a Werther's trader from a faraway land. Troy recently discovered a new land rich in hard candies, which they named Nanamerica after their genus, generous patron. Cannibalistic Cthulhu is trying to cut down on eating elder gods, but if someone were to order some Cthulhu calamari, they wouldn't say no. Okay, that's all we're going to say. Sam L., a geomancer who uses their abilities to make kick-ass geodes. You might think that's lame, but their Trinstagram has 4 million followers, so back the F off. 
Dom R. The god of hydration, to drink eight glasses of water a day is to honor Dom. If you disrespect Dom, your lips will be chapped for all of eternity, okay? And that is courtesy of Dom. Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Cold Cobalt. Not only are they ten times stronger than before, their head is now a Keurig machine. Fuck me! Unfortunately, it takes Tim Horton's K-Cups, though. Okay. So I guess that's unfortunate, but either way, I'm just nervous that, they, that they're part Keurig machine. I think that's kind of badass. Blitz Brig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger, where you can now try the Cursed Borger Challenge. If you finish in under two hours, you fail. If you lose, you become the Borger, and if you succeed, you get your picture on the wall, okay? Fail, become the Borger, succeed, picture on the wall. So you definitely don't want to fail with that. Caleb Storm Isbell, Caleb Storm Cupbearer in Cords Great Hall, also Advil and Gatorade Bearer in Cords Bedroom the day after. Thank you very much for that. Andrew A., the new mayor of the Crick. Congrats, bud. Also the only remaining inhabitant. Andrew has carved several constituents out of wood, mud, and crawfish remnants. It's getting really castaway-y over there. Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, even animated ones like A Bullywog's Life and All Knowles Go to Yanuba. Matt L., an orc who's also a vampire, their, tus their tusk situation is outright tragic. Wow, all teeth, all teeth, no heart. Mike H., Mike of the High Tower, a Gladehome elf with a shameful addiction to brown stuff. They've resorted to buying back alley shrimp just to get their fix. You gotta seamless that shit so you can eat it in the shame of your own home. Kevin S., the slider, rider, drider, rider, glider, hider. A drow arachnid who loves tiny sandwiches so much, they've recently taken a winged mini burger as their steed. Kevin also recently learned the invisibility spell, which they use to conceal their delicious mount from prying hungry eyes. Cool. Matthew E., named after Maddie Big Crits, which is an honor, a blessing, and a curse, because it's a lot to live up to. Samuel B., a samurai B. This B uses their stinger as a sword. B money, also another B. This this B uses their stinger instead of money. Tilford G, a slam poetry bard, gets a deafening round of snaps at every open mic. Guardian of the light, Zach H, Bohemia's only key keyblade wielder, keeps the keys on a hula hoop sized keyring. Mitch D, an enlightened drunken master water genasi named Doc Alpha. Doc once drank the taps dry at Blue Mana Inn and wasn't even hung over the next day. Damn, I think that was cause you were still drunk. Curtis S, a short skinny human who is Hard One's bunkmate at, at the Dwarfenage, and he always gave Hard One the top bunk even though Hard One crashed through it a lot. Appreciate that bud, thank you. Colton B, the hottest orc in Bohemia. This orc is so hot they often get mistaken for a high elf. Ooh, could that be moon? No, it's impossible. Jens Christian T, the social media influencer behind Jens Lindell comedy and their most liked post. Sadly, it's a slam of Jens Lindell official. That hurts, bud. Gage M, rides Bohemia's only Vespa and everyone is jealous, rightfully so. Montana Monarch, ruler of the largest kingdom with the fewest subjects. They hold an annual parade, which is 100 miles long and only four people march in it. Melanie F, 
Tiavina Saragan, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for, but they did recently find a noble steed to lead them on their journey. Ryan the Ram lives and thrives. Rayleigh Puckett S, the only youngin at the Crick who knows how to write, often will graffiti stump so they get put in the timeout bag. Smart, I love the way you think. Aaron C, a noble gnome, plays no tricks and has a rich, hearty laugh. You honor your people, Aaron. Dragon Senpai, the Dragon Senpai, teaches dragons how to roast their meat perfectly rather than charring it. Mmm, now that's tender. Hannah F, Beverly's pedicurist, and has secretly been pocketing all the gold Beverly tries to paint his nails with. Very smart. They've just been painting his feet a dull kind of yellow thing, and I guess he hasn't noticed. Bradley E., the only chosen soldier who has tried beer. And it was good, too. Think about it. Try some more. Devin T., the seamster of hard-won skinny pants. A true hero and a true artist. L&D fights their battles with a Dwarger's big Borger instead of a sword. No foe dare strike the big Borger. Carbro Chapel Hill FPV. A very hairy wizard who casts invisibility on their beard instead of shaving. Smart. Effective. Chad A, a super strong barbarian who could easily kick Jake's ass. That's me, but not hard ones. You couldn't kick hard ones. No one can. Reese NS, an awakened possum who aspires to one day be Pawpaw's paralegal. I believe in you. You can do it. TJM, a hot tub salesman whose name hard ones dwarf daddies keep dropping in a very obvious way. I swear to God, I'm going to remember. I'll call you guys, okay? RPKB, a budget R2D2. Completely stationary, cannot move, and only makes a single boop instead of beeps and boops, but they are just as cute. Taylor S, aka Trast the Traveler, has walked the entire realm of Bohemia, mostly because they're deathly afraid of airships. And, and why wouldn't you be, especially when we're behind the wheel? That is it. Thank you very much for honoring us. We love you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.